T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Castor. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. All right, welcome in, everybody. It is Sports Daily on KFH. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster with you on a wild and crazy Thursday edition. Thursdays are always wild and crazy as we welcome in our betting insider and pal Chelsea Messenger as well as our buddy Tim Fitzgerald, our K-State insider. Uh, but this Thursday, we've got some big news out of Lawrence to react to yesterday. We've got the Chiefs playing later tonight. We've got uh, Tommy's Braves uh, in uh, well, back against the wall a little bit in the postseason. We have a ton to get to. The IHOP hotline is open for you, 869-1240. Always that number for you to reach us on the IHOP hotline, by the way. Uh, by and, and that IHOP hotline, how about uh, at, uh, IHOP's new Nashville hot chicken and waffles? Uh, Belgian waffles topped with four crispy chicken strips tossed in spicy Nashville hot sauce. We appreciate IHOP for bringing us the hotline, and it is available to you, 869-1240, as is our uh, chat section of our video streams, which you can find on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. You can also reach us on uh, Twitter, and we will be happy to communicate with you. It was a lot of communicating yesterday with KU. Tommy, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Busy day today, getting ready for Thursday night football and primetime tonight with the Chiefs. As you mentioned, all the penalties came down on Kansas basketball yesterday afternoon. I know we'll get on all of that and, and just a, a lot to talk about today on the show. It is. Uh, it, it's let's let's start there. So Chiefs fans, hang with us. We'll we'll hit on that a little bit here in our our visit with Chelsea Messenger as well. But let's get into this KU situation, Tommy. So. I thought it was interesting yesterday. There were two things that happened. One, we got the IARP ruling, no postseason ban, but there were penalties. And then along with that, we get an affidavit on the Arterio Morris situation, um, furthering by the fact that he is now enrolled at Garden City Community College. So we got to sort of 
segment this out and take it piece by piece. We'll start with the IARP ruling. That came down, and quickly, the narrative from, like, Sports Illustrated and a lot of the national people was like, oh, here we go again. KU gets nothing in this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I go through, and then some of the details start coming out, and I'm like, well, no, KU did not not get anything. They definitely got something. In fact, I think they got the second most severe penalty they could have gotten. And so it was weird. And, like, you know, so in <clears> – <throat> excuse me, in our in our newsroom yesterday – like what was coming down from wire copy and all this stuff is like, KU avoid serious punishment. KU and I'm like that, that's not the case. Like KU got dinged here, and I know we can have some fun with vacating 15 wins, and it doesn't mean anything in the present. In reality, like yes, they avoided the really bad situation that we didn't think was going to come down anyway. But you know, giving up 15 wins and falling behind Kentucky on the all-time wins list and snapping the NCAA tournament streak and all of these things, like, that's not nothing, Tommy. Like, they did get something here, but what they do get to say is what they've said all along. Yeah, maybe it happened. We didn't know it happened. The panel agreed with them on that. So I think that was a, a very important win for KU. And the other thing they get to say is, this is what we thought would happen. This is why we self-imposed those penalties, which the IARP accepted, right? KU played this as well as you could play it, all things considered. But, like, they didn't not get anything. They definitely got penalized here. The other thing to keep in mind, too, is that the 15 wins that were vacated were simply because they were games that the IARP and the NCAA ruled that Silvio DeSosa was not eligible to play in. That was the reason why. So, like, and I know that there are connections with that particular player and the whole Adidas scandal, but those 15 wins that were vacated in the final four appearance and all of that, that was directly connected to Silvio DeSosa and his ineligibility. Correct. Like, full stop. Simply put, right there. Like, those 15 wins being vacated, that was not a penalty because of, like, alleged improprieties with Adidas and money coming in and Bill Self knowing about it. It was simply Silvio DeSosa, according to the panel and the NCAA, not being eligible to play in those games. The funny thing about it, though, keep in mind, is that the NCAA cleared Silvio DeSosa not once, not twice, but three times to be eligible to play for the University of Kansas men's basketball team. And, you know, so... Take that as you know, however you want. But the bottom line is that those wins that are vacated, sure, like in the record books, you know, they'll be crossed out, and a banner more than likely has to be pulled down. It does. But that's not reality. I mean, that's right. not reality, right? I mean, like those are things that are going to happen. Those are penalties. But it's not like you can go back and you can erase everybody's memory that those things happened. No. You know, so it, it, it is what it is. And, and again, like as we talked about yesterday, as long as they didn't. As long as the current players didn't get any right. kind of punishment, they had nothing to do with this situation, and the landscape is totally different. That's a win in my book. It, it was a mess to get here. It was a long and winding. You heard some of Bill Self in Ted the Sportheads update there. Like, uh, it, it, they're just ready to be done with it. They knew they they had a good feeling of what was going to happen. The the panel did accept, and and it would be interesting to see if they did offer any suspensions to Bill Self and Townsend and the recruiting restrictions that KU already put in place itself. I, we don't know that because they just sort of accepted those right they they backed off the other thing they backed off the level one infraction nature of this which was also I think a moral win for KU the the thing that will sting I think for the program 
are streaks being snapped, right? Because now you can't go out and publicly boast these streaks. And the fact that you're now seven games behind Kentucky on that all-time wins list. I think those things do matter to fans. Look, KU fans can can say like, oh, we don't care about anything other than the future. I agree. I mean, that's the way I feel about it. But I'm not a KU alumni. I'm not like a a KU running through my bed. Like, all I wanted out of this was to not punish the current players and to not be ridiculous and naive of the reality of, you know, college athletics. But it does, you know, it does suck a little bit, I think, for KU fans to not be able to say we're the winningest program and to not say we've been, you know, to to not have the NCAA tournament streak anymore. And all of those things, you know, that have been special are all of a sudden not special. Like, they're special. And that does, I mean, that's not fun. Uh, I saw a good joke yesterday. Bill Self's winning percentage actually goes up overall. Vacated because Silvio <laughs> De Sosa also had five losses there, yeah. so so the winning percentage with Silvio De Sosa was actually lower than Bill Self's career record. So his winning percentage will go up. Uh, you don't have to remember now that Villanova game anymore. Like there's a lot of fun that we can have with this, and trust me, we will. Because again, like to me, and I'm not. This isn't like like none of this has been that big a deal to me anyway. Because I think everybody's being naive here. Like, everybody's being naive. Really? Like, you needed the FBI to investigate college basketball to know players were getting paid? Really? No. Nobody needed that. Everybody already knows that. So, like, this whole thing has all just been a big, you know, show with smoke and lights and oh, yeah. look at all of this. Like, I, nobody cares. And And now we really don't because we have the NIL and all of this stuff would have been not apples to apples again, but pretty, I mean, we don't have to deal with this, this stuff anymore, which is just all this does now, six years later is make me shake my head at the fact that it took us this long to at least even get to the point we're at now. Well, and think back to six years ago when this whole thing started, not just with Kansas, but in college basketball in general. And you had the U S attorney for the Southern district of New York coming out and talking about widespread corruption. And there were people that were going to federal prison over this. And then you had coaches like Will Wade at LSU and Sean Miller in at Arizona and Rick Pitino at Louisville lose their jobs. Ultimately assistant coaches getting caught up in all of this. I mean, it was a a big time, uh, you know, a lot of smoke and mirrors, just a big time spectacle six years ago about all of this and the reason why a a huge reason why the university of kansas came out of this really smelling pretty good at the end of the day is because they did decide to take it and it was agreed to take it to that independent panel which obviously doesn't exist anymore as of today but you know I, i was reading about some of the inner workings of the way that this committee operates And really, it's kind of a quasi court of law, like it's not actually a legally binding court of law, but it's lawyers and attorneys and they're coming together, they're presenting arguments where with the NCAA, if you went to the committee on infractions with the NCAA, that's not operated in that kind of same way. It's more operated based on like, this is what the NCAA has found with an investigation. The school has no power. The NCAA is going to rule with an iron fist. There's really no... Uh, trial. There's really no, you know, any kind of argument to be made. It's basically at the will of the NCAA and what they want to do. This committee was supposed to be operating in a way that was more in the vein of like a, a court of law, basically. And so, you know, knowing that and knowing that there was actually a federal trial that was, you know, that was found in an FBI investigation 
that found that the University of Kansas were victims of Adidas, all of those arguments can then be put in front of the committee. And so I think that helped them kind of get through this relatively unscathed. And you know what? At the end of the day, like I'm with you, like it's, it's done. It's over with. You can turn a corner on it. The university doesn't have to really worry about it anymore. And honestly, yeah, 15 wins. You fall back behind Kentucky officially in the all-time win list. Okay. At some point, they'll probably get it back. Bill Self will continue to win games. I, I, I think I read that he was only a handful of games away from passing Fog Allen for the all-time winningest coach at KU, and now he's a little bit further back from that. He'll get there. It'll take him a few more games. Like, don't worry about it. Like, really, I, I slept pretty well last night knowing that we're not talking about a postseason ban, you know, moving forward. And by the way, I read this too, and I don't think that people really fully appreciate the level of punishment that level one violations can bring down on a school. One level one violation can result in a two to four year postseason ban. One level one violation. They were charged with five level one violations. They were looking at up to 20 years in a postseason ban. That was never going to happen, but I don't think, I don't think people really appreciate the level of charges that were levied against KU and the fact that they were able to get out of this with probation, you know, a financial uh, penalty that they have to pay. And then basically the committee agreeing with the self-imposed sanctions. That's pretty remarkable for KU. Well, it is, it was a nice job. Look, I, Again, like it's there's two parts to it. And I think that, you know, in fairness to the entire situation, they avoided the bad stuff. Right. Like they did. And they handled it in a really good way. Like as far as like navigating it when you're just looking at it, like not from a and again, like just from a like an observation standpoint, like KU played this situation out about as well as you could. However, they didn't not get anything. They they were punished here, right? Like so let's not let's let's just understand both of those things and hopefully continue to make fun of it, right? And know that now it doesn't mess with anything going forward, which again, like the 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 hilarity of the situation is if like like Oklahoma State, for instance, who put out a statement was like, we're glad to see this happen to, you know, we know it's too late for us, but it's still good to see the right thing happen. Like, don't punish current players for past transgressions. Like, it doesn't make any sense, which is always why, like, this whole process has been somewhat nonsensical. Like, if you're the NCAA and you want to be this enforcement agency, you got to be able to rule quickly. And, you know, if you can't, for legal reasons, then there's a problem with the system in the first place. So, that's all moving forward now. We don't have to worry about as much of that stuff anymore. We can just, you know, players again, like it's so funny to me that anybody is willing to and, and look, maybe there are people that really do think that forever college athletics at this level was some like amateur Untainted. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe <laughs> there are, but like when I'm seeing that and I'm seeing like <gasps> players were getting paid. By an apparel company look at all these look at all these schools look at all these schools oh my god guys like can you believe that come on now yeah like i can't believe I went that to a division two school where i know guys were getting handshake money like get out of here with all that like let's be real and do it better right mm-hmm. and and it is a complicated process as we know now through nil and the transfer portal to get get it right 
but at least we're now trying to get it right. And we don't have to deal with this stuff anymore. And if there are bad actors, now they're really bad actors. Now it's because they're taking advantage right. of kids. Now it's because, you know, they're not trying to help kids get paid. They're trying to, you know, manipulate and, and take advantage and, you know, basically defraud people. Now we can really go after the bad actors. And in the meantime, that's what these athletes are worth, obviously. So – Great, let's facilitate it. And I thought that some of the stuff, we talked to Kevin Saul just briefly about it yesterday, and it is a conversation we got to have because, you know, some of the proposals, they're not all to limit this stuff, which is what I always fear with the NIL. It's more about schools being more directly involved. I think schools being directly involved does help take some of this away because you've got adults more trained in that world knowing like, yeah, that's that's real and that's not. And we've heard, Saul and others talk about this. Kids are getting lied to right and left right now. Yeah. Oh, come play here and you'll get this. And then they just don't get it. Right. Like right. it's like, no, 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 no. We don't want that either. We if you facilitate this thing, teach kids how to pay their taxes, right? And there's gotta be these... some guardrails. There's gotta be some Absolutely. guardrails in this. Now those guardrails totally can't be those guardrails can't be, and I've, I'll contend this until the day I die. The guardrails can't be we gotta limit what athletes can earn. That's yeah. not a guardrail. No, that's not a guardrail. No, it's that, more on the other side. It's more making sure right. that the people that are making those promises are Correct. fulfilling Deliver. them, you yeah. know, in in the appropriate way. And you know what? There was a lot of hand wringing yesterday and just a lot of like old men yelling at clouds about how Kansas escaped, you know, from this without penalties and whatever. And you know what? I wholeheartedly believe and you might call me a KU apologist and that's fine. This is not about Kansas. This whole thing if you're going to be mad at anybody, be mad at the NCAA and be mad at this independent panel for taking more than half a decade to finally yeah. rule on this. Like, be mad at them about this. And it was another reminder to me about how utterly ineffective the NCAA is in general and just how it's not. And I've said this before on the show and you've kind of pushed back on it. And I understand why I feel like in, in the world, in the landscape today. In college athletics in 2023, the NCAA is absolutely irrelevant. Absolutely irrelevant. I'm not saying they can't make themselves relevant again, but man, like they are in an NIL world and a transfer portal world and all of that, like they, they're basically a lobbying arm at this point. That's basically what yeah. they do. And they're just, they're irrelevant in the way that things are evolving in college athletics. There has to be major reform with the NCAA in general. And I don't know if that means a new governing body, if that means that the member schools all come together and say, look, we can do this ourselves, or I don't know exactly what that means in the future, but this whole spectacle from the last six plus years with not just Kansas, but all of the schools involved in it, it's been a disaster basically in the way that this has all gone down. And it shows me how ineffective the NCAA is. And by the way, we got a, a note on Twitter from Chris and his question was, how is it remotely fair to Oklahoma State and its players like Cade Cunningham, well, who received postseason bans after cooperating with the NCAA? It's not. And that just shows you exactly how ineffective the NCAA is when the Cowboys decided they wanted to cooperate with the NCAA and they got a postseason ban. It's not fair to Cade Cunningham. It's not fair to Mike Boynton. It's not fair to those players. And it's just another example of how irrelevant the NCAA has become. The second that that happened is when this all blew up. And we're like, Oklahoma State got what? And everybody right. else who's just been defiant is like, they're going to get off. That's exactly right. And that's what Oklahoma State said as much yesterday, by the way, uh, in, in what they put out there. Like, they're glad that the right thing happened here, but it is too bad that it was too late yeah. for them. 
And, and you know, we all suffered there because Kate Cunningham didn't get to play in the NCAA tournament. Your, your point on the NCAA is fine <clears throat> about not being re- – they're not relevant as an enforcement agency, right? They can't handle that clearly. But they're necessary because, you, because of all the planning and, and facilitating needed for all the events and, and things that happen. And, and, you know, enforcement is not their strong point. There does have to be some level of compliance, right? And, and schools take on some of that burden. But you do have to have somebody – some kind of governing that. body. I'm not sure it's right. the NCAA. Well, in its and, form. and I do think what I do think the NCAA does a good job of is event planning. Right, their events are good. Um, I think sometimes they're a little too uh, big brother strict, but they've got billion dollar contracts to maintain. So I, I get the necessity of it. But yeah, as an enforcement agency, they've never been it because they're they're not consistent and they take too long. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Like if you can't, you know, you, you got to be able to do those things, but it's all changing. It's again, like I think the reason everybody's so callous to this is it's like nobody if, if you if you cared about this, if you were one of the small group of people that actually cared about this when it happened, you certainly don't six years later. Like it's just like, OK, cool. No postseason ban. Cool. Now, you know, some of the records getting vacated and stuff that that does stink, I think, for KU fans. Um, but they're going to get ranked number one here in like real soon. And, and again, like nobody's going to think otherwise of it. So that's everything that happened yesterday before Arterio Morris real quick, Tommy, we'll spend a couple of minutes on this before we shift gears to Chelsea messenger. So we also get the affidavit yesterday on Arterio Morris and his situation on campus that got him kicked off the team, uh, accused of rape, uh, you know, one charge, very serious charges. You can read the affidavit if you want to. Uh, it's it's uncomfortable, to say the least. So that comes out on the same day. He's off the team. He's a former player. It's not like, so, you know, it. I, I'm not a legal scholar, Tommy, and I sometimes have to really lean on other people in our newsroom when these comes out. But an affidavit coming out basically is just the details from the arrest that happened. So n- nothing new happened. We just know more about what happened. So you can read that. It's not good. It it makes that's the bigger black eye yesterday for KU by far is the fact that they put themselves in the situation with him. Now he hasn't been convicted of anything, and that's that is important, right? He also is enrolled now at Garden City Community College. And so if you thought KU was boneheaded for bringing him on campus. Um, and certainly they have a black eye, again, whether he's convicted or not, just because the situation's there after the past he's already come in with. He's he's not on the basketball team that we know of yesterday, but we did finally get confirmed that he is enrolled there. We'll see if he's on the basketball team. If he's on the basketball team right now, when he's got a court date coming up, like, real quick on this other situation, like, before he even has his court date, that's a problem. And Garden City got, got yeah. caught yesterday. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it reminds me a lot of times of um, I don't know if you watched Last Chance U uh, when it was on Netflix. Um, I mean, of course, dealing with junior colleges and there were a couple of seasons at Independence Community College. And there were there were players that were on these different teams that they that they profiled and featured on the show that were currently in the middle of legal trouble. I'm not sure that they really ever had anybody 
that had a situation quite like Arterio Morris from what I can remember. Uh, but that was a, a fairly common thing where you had players that had gotten kicked off a major program, like, either in football or basketball. Like then they go to a community after college. Their, right. Two that's, weeks after that's they're the arrested. Thing. The, the, ti- the, the timing of it, the timing of it is a little bit. But I guess the thing is, is that, you know, let's just, and I don't know, let's just say he's not on the basketball team. Can, can somebody that's been accused of a crime enroll in college just in general like that is that qu- i don't i don't know, I don't I know that the answer question to that. i asked that question to smarter people than me yesterday and i think the answer is you don't you can always say no but yeah yeah i don't i don't know the answer to that question yeah uh and, it, it is a bad it's a bad accused of a crime and but right. like you put yourself if, if again it's a bad look if he ends up on look. that basketball roster before yeah. before his court date come on now yeah it's a bad look and you know what i i told you this yesterday the affidavit dropped like less than an hour before the IARP penalties came out for Kansas you know I I, I mean I'm not I'm not a conspiracy guy no 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 but, no so an affidavit an affidavit doesn't drop like that somebody requested it and got it that's what happened it's not but that the timing it, of it the time I mean coming I, no, out I know. an hour before the timing, like, but it, it, it kind of drowned it I mean it was kind of drowned out from it was I, I don't all the IARP stuff so somebody requests that stuff and then yeah. they get it like i the one thing in there that that caught my eye is that and this can happen is that it was requested by the prosecutor basically that this be a sealed affidavit um it's high profile but we get redacted affidavits on some pretty gnarly things all the time that to me was the curious part like "Ah, why why do we what are we doing here and the Uh, other thing the final thing i want to say on it is that there have been questions from local media up in lawrence kansas city topeka area to Bill Self, to Travis Goff about Arterio Morris, and I've been disappointed with their answers. I mean, it's let been me, very let, much like a, a lot of like he's been vetted, but like there's really no explanation I'm gonna, about. I'm going to play devil's they advocate for you on that because I that I, that's always everybody's reaction. Trevor Bauer's situation needs to be a cautionary tale. If you haven't caught up on his situation, do it, because it's really interesting. He's been vindicated. And I'm not saying that Arterio Morris will be or should be. I'm not, I have no take on that. I'll let the legal system play itself out. But if you put yourself in their shoes, imagine, Tommy, that if he's not guilty here and they come out and, and bash his character in a space— I'm not saying bash his character— I'm asking what the vetting process was. They've oh, not been they, clear on what the vetting process was. All they've said is he was vetted. Okay, how? They what said does that they talked. Mean? They said they talked to to him, his family, and people involved right. in the okay. situation prior. That's that's what they've said. But they're not going to come out and say. I anything certainly with don't want them to come out and bash his character. That's not what I, yeah, I mean at all. Yeah, because they would get they would get the pantsuit off of him potentially. Sure. So they're not just not going to do that. And in this whole thing, like they they probably want to say things that they can't. For legal reasons too. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to switch gears. We can get back to that in the second hour. Lot to talk about with Chelsea Messenger, mostly because we got the Chiefs on a Thursday night football game. We'll look at the rest of the betting world. Our betting insider joins us next on Sports Daily. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The commercials are over. Yo, I haven't got all day. 869-1240. Time to get busy. This is Sports Daily on KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody, to another edition of Sports Daily. Thursdays mean our weekly visit with Chelsea Messenger, our pal, uh, a, the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Chelsea, how are you today? Hey, doing well. Best time of year. We've got postseason baseball. We have NFL. We have college football. Hockey's even started. And on the horizon, we have basketball season as well. So it's a great time to be a sports fan. It is a great time to be a sports fan. It's a great time to be uh, a Texas Rangers fan. Uh, that bet is getting close. So I have three different bets on it, Chelsea. Two of them aren't being allowed to be cashed out at BetMGM, but I have another one on. I think it's FanDuel. They are letting me cash it out. I'm getting, you know, as I'm talking about this with friends, they're like, oh, you know, hedge, cash out that one because they're offering me like, I don't know, 10 to 1 or something instead of 60 to 1. I don't know if the pride in me is going to let me do that, though. Where do you stand on that? Do I let this thing ride out? What what should I do here? I think you could do a soft hedge. Like, you don't necessarily have to cash out, but maybe put a little something on, uh, say, the Astros or <gasps> whoever you think comes out of the National League. Absolutely I not. Absolutely I will not. not do that. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But here's the no thing: chance. they went to seven straight ALCSs. There is a reason they are a staple in the postseason. So I know that your heart probably doesn't want you to, but you know, just put a few bucks. You know, just in no. case if something goes no. wrong, 
you will at least win some money and not be shaking your fist, empty fists that have no money in, in them as well. Nothing will go wrong, and I will not be doing that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That is crazy. All right. Uh, in all seriousness, though, we get Thursday night football, which we always have fun with. And this time it involves the Chiefs, which we love. I don't. This is an interesting one. That's a big line, double digits, right? Short week, all those things. Uh, I, I don't remember the last time we got a Chiefs total as low as we're seeing here, um, which is kind of interesting, too. What are your What are your thoughts on this game as we head into the first NFL game of the week? Yeah, I have no interest in laying 10.5, especially in a primetime divisional matchup. I know the Broncos are bad, but still, uh, I feel like 10.5 is not a number I want to touch. But if you think it's going to be a blowout, I think there are other creative ways that maybe feel a little more safer to play. And I think you go to the props world. So if you look at game script, you look at the running back for whatever team you feel like is going to be winning in a blowout. So immediately I'm looking at Isaiah Pacheco, his rush prop set for 74 and a half. I think that's the way you go uh, because number one, it sounds like there could be some weather issues in Kansas city tonight. Obviously you guys are closer than I am, uh, but it sounds like we might have some strong winds and the possibility for some rain that lends itself to the run game. And also the matchup presents itself well for any running back who's faced the Broncos this season. They're giving up 5.9 yards per carry. They've given up the most rushing yards of any defense in the NFL. And also, they've allowed three players to go over the century mark uh, in individual rushing props. So I think that's the way to go for me. Isaiah Pacheco running the ball late in the game as well, if you think the Chiefs want to wear down the clock. So Pacheco over 74.5 rush yards, I think, is the creative way uh, to bank on a Chiefs blowout win. I'll tell you, Chelsea, one prop that I like a lot in tonight's game is Russell Wilson over his passing yards. It's like 218 and a half right now. And, and if, if this does end up being a blowout, you know, the, the Broncos are more than likely going to have to throw the ball a lot. And really, even throughout the Broncos' struggles this season, it really hasn't been Russell Wilson's problem. He's been fairly good this season to, for the most part. So what do you think about that, uh, that uh, passing prop for him, his over and passing yards? Yeah, I looked at this, and it seemed very low. Uh, he's gotten yeah. this but in all but two games this season, and he's gone way over it in a couple of games, namely the blowout. Like, if you think it's going to be another blowout in that game against Miami, he threw for 306. And granted, that was way more of a blowout than we'll probably see tonight. I don't see the Chiefs posting a 70 spot. Uh, but still, I think you're on the mark with that as well because it goes into the game script. I know a lot of people love doing same-game parlays, make sure your game script is correlated. Like, that is the worst thing you can do for a same-game parlay. So, if you believe in the Chiefs, you know, running away with this, I think this goes with the game script. You have uh, the quarterback who's playing for the team that's behind, going over their passing prop, and then the, the running back for whatever team is winning, going over their rushing prop. So, I like that. The only uh, sabotage factor is, I feel like I've seen somewhere where the Chiefs are liable to the, the run game. So maybe the Chiefs are giving up uh, some rushing yards here. Maybe the Broncos will attack that way. But I still think the Broncos will have to throw the ball in some regard to uh, keep pace with this Chiefs offense. Well, and Russell Wilson has not been the problem for Denver. He's actually been pretty good. The Chiefs' pass game has been a little behind. Even with that, Denver's so, and maybe I'm crazy here, and I feel this way about Chicago, and and I've had, I, I think I've had some success here, like identifying bad defenses, 
that have decent offenses and hammering those overs. I kind of like over 47 tonight. You know, what What would be – you'd have to get into a really big blowout for that to become irrelevant. And I, I don't – I think Denver can score a little bit at least. But, I mean, what do we – I mean, if Denver can get to 17 points, you feel good? I, I don't know, but but the over seems appealing to me tonight. Is it is it the concern that the game just may not be that competitive, or what would it be? I think that as well as the weather. And like like I said, you guys probably are closer to this than I am. I, I think there are some concerns when it comes to the weather. But the other sabotage factor that I think people don't think about is that sometimes if you can have long drives that eat up the clock, that is what kills overs. And I think that is something that Kansas City is very capable of, dinking and dunking and just eating up the clock to where – you all of a sudden have a drive that took like five or six minutes off the clock. Well, maybe not that long, but you get what I'm saying. So I think that's the sabotage factor when you're playing overs for Kansas City because, you know, you talked about overs being hot for the Broncos. Uh, It hasn't really been the case for the Chiefs thus far this season. We've seen some really low-scoring games, at least, you know, uh, contrary to what I thought. I thought that uh, Vikings game was going to go over the total. It didn't. uh, 27-20 final score. So maybe that one's not a play I feel as solid on, but I would maybe lean towards the over. I will say it opened at 51 and it has since been bet down to 47. Okay. So before we go to the weekend slate of games, I want to go back to baseball really quick. And you know, Jacob is a big Rangers fan. So he's sitting pretty feeling good. I'm a huge Braves fan. It's not been good for me over the last couple of games. (laughs) Game four is today. They've got Spencer Strider on the bump going against Ranger Suarez. Do the Braves have a chance? I mean, I know game four, like with Strider, he didn't pitch great in game one, but he is their ace. Number one, do they have a a good chance tonight? And number two, do you think there's in any world where they can win the entire series? Well, I think this is the guy that you want going in an elimination game. Uh, nobody better than Spencer Strider, who I think has the best chance to maybe quiet the Philadelphia Bats. Um, they're underdogs here, I believe. Or no, they're big favorites. I think they're minus they 150 are. today, yeah. uh, which is kind of crazy to me. I feel like even with Spencer Strider, they should not be minus 150. I think this price should be closer to like minus 120. I do feel like the value is on the Phillies just because their bullpen has been so good. If you have been watching these games, the Phillies uh, bullpen guys – all throw gas and have been incredible this postseason. Uh, ERA of 184 as a staff for this Phillies bullpen. So the X factor is when are the Braves bats going to wake up? Because that's just been the problem all postseason long. It doesn't matter how good your pitching is if you can't, you know, scratch across some runs. So they have Ranger Suarez going for the Phillies today. He's probably not going to go long in this game. Only went three and two thirds in the first game of the series, but didn't give up a single run. And like I said, that Phillies bullpen has just been really tough. Also, this game is in Philadelphia. So it's not looking great for the Braves. There is a possibility because, you know, they've been the best team in the regular season all uh, season long. It's just one thing we've seen with these baseball playoffs is that momentum matters. Doesn't it feel like the teams that have gotten hot have just stayed red hot like look at the Diamondbacks they haven't lost a single game in the postseason neither have the Rangers just gonna throw that in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah you know it's uh look Tommy just the best team of the regular season has to win two games in a row look of course they have a chance <sighs> you, you, guys, you guys be all right you'll be all right I'm down on uh, it I'm I'm not feeling good uh, the reverse <laughs> I do like the reverse jinx so I don't disagree with your strategy there 
All right, Chelsea, let's look to the weekend. Uh, we'll start. We can start in the NFL. Favorite plays uh, for this week as we get our first take on it. Really, we haven't spent a ton of time with it yet this week. So what are some of your favorite plays? Yeah, starting off with a divisional dog here. I'm going to go Colts plus four against the Jags. Situationally, it's a tough spot for Jacksonville. Just spent two weeks overseas in London, and that's the time to play the Jags. Man, are they wagons when they're playing in London. But now back at home against a feisty Indianapolis team that's been really good as underdogs this season. Three outright wins as underdogs, including last week, with Gardner Minshew at the helm. When we are talking about backup quarterbacks, I feel like Gardner Minshew has to be one of the best ones in the NFL. So I don't feel like there's that much drop-off between Anthony Richardson and Gardner Minshew. Yes, Anthony Richardson has a much higher ceiling, uh, but still, the Colts getting four here. It opened at four and a half, has dropped down to four. I think that's for good reason. This is a divisional matchup. These games usually play a lot closer than people expect. So I'll take the Colts, get in the four. What else do you like this weekend, Chelsea? I know that uh, we you know, we just talked about the game in London. I know that there are a couple of matchups here that are I'm, – I'm on the fence about whether or not I, I want to throw down on the spreads. What do you like for this weekend? There's one more total that I'm interested in. If you are interested in especially bad brands of football, the Raiders and the Patriots, total sitting at 41-and-a-half. Do we think both of these offenses are capable of putting up more than 20 points? I think not. I think both of these offenses are fully capable of absolutely looking terrible. I don't know if you've seen Mac Jones this this year. It has not been pretty. Um, And then you have Bill Belichick going against his uh, old uh, understudy of Josh McDaniels, who has not been good for the Raiders. Raiders also on a short week. Their offense ranks 31st in DVOA across the NFL. I will go with the under between the Patriots and the Raiders. It's also a big college football weekend. Chelsea, anything Saturday, you know, we'll all have our sucker parlay bonuses and everything that we got to get out of our, uh, get out of our apps and stuff there. So what about college football? What do you like? From a watching standpoint, we've got some really good games this week. Uh, Oregon, Washington looks like a good one out West. And I think if you are betting in the futures market, if you think you can pick the winner of that game, you need to bet on them to make it to the college football playoff. Because I think uh, Washington and Oregon have kind of flown under the radar just because they do play out west, but two very solid teams. Uh, Washington, of course, headlined by Michael Penix Jr., Heisman candidate. But Oregon's been really good this year as well with Bo Nix at the helm at quarterback. I'm not sure if I want to pick a winner there. I think I would side towards the points. Oregon getting three just because I think that game's basically a coin flip and you take the team who you feel like uh, is getting the points in a coin flip. And then you look at USC and Notre Dame. This one I can't quite decide, but I think I'm leaning towards USC just because the schedule has been incredibly difficult. For Notre Dame, and I think we saw that last week. I didn't expect them to lose outright to Louisville, but they have played an absolute gauntlet of a schedule, even dating back to week zero. Because remember, they had to play overseas. First game of the season, uh, I believe it was in Dublin, and then they played Ohio State. They've gone on the road to Duke, went on the road to Louisville, and now they get a top 10 team in USC. The quarterback I think I trust the most is Caleb Williams in this one. I think the best play, USC team total, over 20 and eight, 28 and a half, or their team total touchdowns over three and a half for minus 120. That is the only thing you can count on for USC. Their offense being good, so that's what I'll do there. 
I like that, man. I like that a lot. That's an interesting way to it because I I struggle with USC. That's a that's an interesting way to go about that. All right, Chelsea, uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much, and uh, let's do this again next week. We'll be a couple games into the book of the ALCS, and you can talk me off the ledge or help me celebrate. <laughs> Best of luck with your Rangers. I think everybody besides Astros fans will be rooting for the Rangers. Yeah, we don't care about them. Uh, all right, Chelsea, thank you. That was the host of The Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports betting insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Frank has been patiently waiting with us. Frank, what's on your mind? Welcome into Sports Daily. Hey, what's going on, Jacob? Uh, I'm, you would know me from a long time ago, but um, the thing is is that uh, uh, I, I, I follow Chelsea on uh, what used to be Twitter now as well. And... Um, just listen to the segment and everything, but I, I just posted a tidbit. I don't know if you know. Do you know what Sports Illustrated's Manager of the Year predictions were before the season started? In Major League Baseball? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, no. Did they have Boach? They had Boach and they had Tori Lovello. <laughs> wow. That, wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, they, they, missed, they, missed, they missed on everything, but they had both of them as the Manager of the Year. And so That's I, wild. I just found it to be, yeah, I found it to be incredible. And I mean, as a, as a, as a former player and stuff like that, I, I love the fact I'm a diehard Cowboys fan and uh, looking forward to going down for the Philly game if we can get some stuff straightened out. But um, I'm looking forward to uh, the Rangers. Uh, I went to college down in Southern Oklahoma. So this is, you couldn't ask for a better ALCS. Uh, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be, so amped up down in Texas. So, but uh, it, it, no, there, there I, might uh, be a fight. Like these two teams legitimately hate each other. Like it is, it yeah, is bad yeah. blood between them. Now the two, you know, the the former manager and everything has gone out of Texas when it got really heated. But man, they don't like each other, and the fans don't like yeah, each it, other. It's been it, it's yeah, become uh, a great yeah, yeah, rivalry I mean, just, now that yeah. And then I mean, who doesn't hate the Astros? So I mean, let's let's be real about it. <laughs> So you are best of luck so right and in best that, of luck Frank. for you. All right. All right. Take care. Jacob. Take care y'all. Thank Bye-bye. you, Frank. Yeah, you're, Thanks. you're right. Everybody join in. Nobody wants the Astros to win. If you do, you can keep to yourself uh, because we we're all, we're all Rangers fans now, Tommy, like everybody oh, join God. me. Here I we mean, go. I don't, I don't dislike the Rangers. Don't get me wrong. I'm just I'm focused on other thing. I'm focused on the. Other I know you got right another now. series. I got it. You, you're good. We'll we'll recoup and, and we'll regroup and we'll be good because uh, that series doesn't start till Sunday. So you know the Braves can get on through here. Um, and as a Rangers fan, at this point, I kind of want the Braves in. I don't want Philly. I don't want I don't want any part of Zach Wheeler potentially down the road. Like that dude's dealing right now. All right, we'll come back. Our buddy Tim Fitzgerald, K State Insider, will begin to look ahead to the Cats this weekend as we roll forward on Sports Daily. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.